Hey everybody, I'm TJ. And I'm Josh. We're from the Nearly Dads and you're listening to Spinning Spinning Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to another exhilarating episode of the Spinning Thoughts. And uh, I just want to say that this is episode 54. And uh, just so grateful for all the friends and fans and supporters of the show. Everybody is just so beautiful. We're grateful. And we do this for you. So thanks for being with us here today. Everybody help me in saying hello to my best friend and co-host, Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, B? Yo, what's going on, my brother? Feeling good today. Always. Weather over here in Pittsburgh's a little chilly, and that's fine by me. It's nice and sunny out. And uh, we're actually going to be talking to some friends here of the podcast, or of the show, I guess, is what I'm trying to uh, get into the groove of saying. Uh, but we've got our friends here from the Nearly Deads. They're over on the West Coast right now. Everybody help us in saying hello to TJ. And Josh, what up, guys? Yo, TJ and Josh. Hello. <laughs> How's it going in Cali? Is that where you guys are right now? Um, Yeah, it's going great. It's beautiful, not too hot. Um, and we're driving to uh, Fullerton today, right side of LA, right outside of LA. So it's nice. gorgeous. You guys have been a little busy, right? You're on uh, a pretty jam-packed tour. It's called Break Into Action Tour, right? Um, yeah, it's with Bad Seed Rising and Ice Have to Kill and what is this, Josh? Like uh, six days, seven days in a row. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't have a lot of days off. Wow, I'm, I'm nicknaming it the No Days Off Tour. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. I think I loved it at first. I actually thought that was the tour name, and it probably <laughs> would work just as well as Break Into Action, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Awesome. Well, look, uh, we really appreciate you giving us some time here we know you're busy there's a lot going on with the band right now in 2017 and we're going to try to dive into all that and and get to as much as possible so uh as i was saying you guys are right now on the uh probably like halfway through if not a little past the break into action tour it kicked off on april the 18th and goes through may 25th and as we said you're in california so how has the tour been so far Oh, it's been great. Oh, no. Hey, it's organic. It's the real life of, of a touring band. We dig it. We basically yeah. were, we're at our home at a flying J pilot. Um, yeah. so these are our home. These are our people now. Yes. Um, we basically have seen a lot of pilots all over the country. And now, yeah, no. <laughs> No, you know, the tour has been absolutely incredible. The bands are awesome, good people, good people to be around, incredible musicians. Um, We've also been, a lot of the local openers have been female-fronted or or the like as well. So it's it's just great being around, like, more women in music, and it's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. And you guys are just killing it right now, killing it. You guys have been doing it for a while, 
And I think that there's a lot of uh, anticipation for uh, some new music coming down the pipeline. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But on the topic of this tour, what's been your favorite city or date so far? Anyone stand out in particular? Ooh, um, That's a really good question. That is, yeah. I, honestly, for me, I think it was New York. I just, it was a pretty packed show and just being in the, like the city, you, Did you know? play in Manhattan or Brooklyn or where'd you play? Yeah. It, it was Manhattan. Nice. Pretty, yeah. So you, you all really have been like East coast to West coast. I mean, seriously. Well, it, it's going back to the East coast again. Oh, yeah. Like wow. in just a few days, I think we're actually coming through Pittsburgh. Are we not? We're saying yeah. your family, Josh is from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm so. actually from Pittsburgh. No way. Oh, nice. What, what area? Like the uh, cranberry, nice there. Yeah. cranberry. Yeah. Do you guys May fourteenth? May fourteenth at Diesel. We'll there see you guys there. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, nice. a great venue. No kidding. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to try to get out there. If we do, we'll we'll wave to you from the audience and and say hello. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so with touring, you know, there's there's a lot of fun, uh, but from from Brandon. Uh, and myself talking to so many bands uh, being on these tours, uh, a question that we just really have been liking to ask and getting some answers toward is what is your biggest touring pet peeve? Do you, do you both have one in particular that just kind of irks you a little drives bit? you fucking nuts? Not having anywhere to pee. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just, yeah, just, Oh, uh, uh, past drinking water bottles. <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful. You, do, you don't want to mistake it for like a, a lemonade or anything, you know? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Dumb and dumber style. Yeah. Well, no, we don't. We don't do that. It's just yeah. like we, we, we buy like cases of water and then people don't finish them. And then like the van is full of half drunk bottles of water. <laughs> and everyone's like, who's is this? I don't know. Well, I don't want to drink from it because I don't want to get sick. So we just end up like wasting it. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get we got to get you all uh, some Sharpies. Yeah, you know, you a marker just... would probably solve right, the problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I tried to make that a rule, but it just didn't work out that way. No, <laughs> um, nobody ever listens, of course. <laughs> But it's yeah. the the worst thing is just like you know being a girl. I can't just like pee on the side of the road. So I mean, yeah, it's not, got, it's not as easy for you. Like just, <laughs> we're always looking for bathrooms. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> always. Even like the other night, we literally stopped at what like three or four different gas stations, and they just didn't have. They didn't either have public bathrooms or they were like under like closed. Really. So, yeah. There's gas stations these days that don't have public restrooms. There's a there's yeah. an app that I have yeah. on my phone. Let me find it for you. It's it literally finds you public bathrooms. Uh, for like, Isn't it called like On the Go or something? What's the name of that app? It's something. It, if it's not, it should be. Uh, it, it <laughs> seems, oh, did I delete it? No. It seems pretty useful. Brandon, way to like completely fail. Yeah, that I mean, sucks. I always <laughs> keep it because I love New York, and when I'm in New York, if you gotta piss, I mean, you you know. What are you supposed to do? Starbucks is the only place I know that'll let you use their bathroom without buying something. Um, yeah, New York yeah. is the worst. But when we were there at Webster Hall, like we just stayed there all day. So yeah, yeah. there was no time for sightseeing for me anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> how, how do the two of you individually prepare for a tour? And then how does the band collectively get ready uh, leading up to hitting the road? Oh, um, for me, I mean, obviously I'll do a lot of like 
drum drills and just yep. really get loose and warmed up and definitely before every show i think we all stretch and uh just um i don't know you kind of put yourself in that mindset like it's a whole different world when you're on stage so i really try to uh I don't know, get into that kind of zone. Now, Josh, Brandon is a drummer as well, so there's uh, you know, some commonality there. Is there any advice that you could share for the drummers uh, that, that tour around? Do you, I feel like a drummer, I don't know if you guys are at a point where you have people like set up all your stuff for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. Not well, close. Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, do you I have it a little harder than the rest because of all the equipment and, and set up and tear down? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, 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 Josh, I that's the hardest job. DJ, lend them a hand every once in a while, you know? Yeah. I helped you. I grabbed a cymbal the other day. I helped you load. She did. She did. She grabbed a cymbal. Josh, what kind of setup do you got? Uh, like, what uh, are you um, partial to a particular brand or, or anything like that? Um, I'm actually... Uh, I play for D drum. So nice. um, I, yeah, I, uh, and I've always loved their kits. I kind of, it's kind of, um, nice, you know, being able to, uh, represent their brand and, um, but I've always loved them. I, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're really solid. I think they, you know, their, their kick drums are like cannons. Now you both mentioned, uh, the, uh, the, basically the alternative tour, uh, name being the No Days Off Tour, I think. Um, so on that topic, obviously, there's not a, always a lot of days off when on tour. But when you do get a rare day off or have some downtime, how do you both recharge the batteries? Um, I get my nails done. There you go. And do a face mask. Nice. And um, the spa up, treatment. Like, nice. Seriously, yeah, or a pedicure or something, like, because you get really grimy, and I just, like, <laughs> need to recharge my girl batteries. I'll do, like, the girliest shit, and I will go, like, off on my own, um, like, yesterday. Well, it wasn't an off day, but it was, like, a morning off, and I went, like, shopping, and the guys went to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, and nice. I was, like, I really want to. I was like, I really want to see the movie, but I really just want to be alone. Yeah. I really just like want to go, like, browse the makeup aisle and, like, do all that, you know, so I do girly stuff. Now, the band has roots starting back in Florida, and the band name reflects that. Um, I have never heard this before, but apparently, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping you guys can educate us. Apparently, Florida has a saying, home of the newlyweds and the nearly deads. What does that, uh, yeah. what does that mean exactly? And why didn't you guys just go with the band name being the newlyweds? Um, well... We actually, I feel like there was definitely like a sheet of paper with like 50 different variations of newlywed and nearly dead. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that probably was an option at one point. Um, <laughs> I think there's already a man called the newlyweds is probably why. We probably Googled it and we're like, well, nah, not that. Um, and like nearly dead, and like um, just being from Florida, like there's a lot of retirement homes and a lot of 55 and up communities. And my, um, my family actually calls them the Q-tips the little white haired people <laughs> driving around, you know, so that's, I mean, it means like what it says, it, what it sounds like it means. I mean, that's the expression. Where people, you know, people go, go before there. they die. They want to spend their last few years in Florida, huh? No property tax, man. Yeah. You got to <laughs> go down there and retire. I mean, and that's, you know, we, and I thought it sounded kind of punk rock and cool. Oh yeah. So uh, 
the band kind of had a different name. The band was named like Danger Flight because I took over for an old lead singer of Steve's old band. Right. And that's like the short, that's the abridged version. And I was like, this name sucks. Let's change it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a whole new band. It's a female, female singer. Like we need a new thing. And we just wanted to like pay homage to Florida because we'd already moved to Nashville to pursue the career. Right. Um, and it was like, like I said, it was like, are we going to be nearly dead, near death, uh, the nearly dead, the nearly deads. And like, it just, we wrote them down and this one sounded the coolest, sounded punk rock to me. It does. That's awesome. So moving into uh, a topic that I, I, I'm just so interested in hearing a little bit more about. I know the fans are just super anxious. So the band is going to be releasing new music this month on May 26th, I believe. Uh, the day after this beautiful tour ends. So, like, there's literally just no stopping you all right now. It's just, like, full steam ahead. Can you bring us up to speed on the details of this release? I mean, it's it may seem full speed ahead, but it was a long process in the making. Uh, we did a pledge music campaign to kind of crowdfund the the revenge album and you know we probably started that like last october oh, okay. like, it, it took us a long time to fund it because our fans know we're independent and we you know we need them to keep doing what we're doing and we're we're very grateful for them so a lot of people out there all the fans all the zombies that already pledged they already got the album they're already rocking it out my What's amazing to me is people are coming out to the shows. We're playing all new music, and they know all the words already. Yeah. It's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great feeling that is. We have some great, amazing fans. People are amazing and awesome. People are like, you know, we're, we're selling the album on the road. It doesn't really come out for a month, like, to the public, but we're selling them now. And when okay. people come, oh, I already got it. Oh, I already have it. I pledged. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, you're the reason that I'm touring right now. You're the reason that this album exists. Like, thank you. Like, it's been incredible. Um, so we are definitely ready. It's like, you know, when women are pregnant and then they, like that nine months, they're just like, I'm just ready for it to be over. Like, now, this this Revenge album, is it an EP or is it a full length? It's an EP. And the reason that we went with an EP is that we just wanted it to be jam packed full of hits. Yep. And we didn't have the money or the resources without a label to kind of fund a full length. So we're just like, let's just do our best of our best. And then hopefully that'll lead us to the next step in our career. How many tracks are on it? Can you tell us? It's six tracks. Nice. And we're playing five of them on the road right now. So Killer. Lots of new stuff. What are you hoping to accomplish with this EP release? Well, we want to keep touring, um, do some more big tours like, a couple of years ago, we went out within this moment, and that was, like, incredible. We made a lot of new fans. We just want to get, you know, kind of push through. Like, being unsigned, I feel like there's only so far we can get with that. So we're, we're trying to build our team. We've got a new manager. Yeah. We're looking for we're, – we're in the market for booking agents, labels, bigger tours, and just anything. And we, we're really focused on songs that we're going to be fun to play live and songs that, you know, we think have radio potential. So – just the sky's the limit, I guess. Awesome. Can you break down the band dynamic for us in regards to how you approached writing and creating this record? How do you guys work together on this? Um, I mean, stuff really originates with Steve and myself. Uh, Steve's the lead guitarist. Um, 
so, you know, sometimes he'll write like a riff and I'll sing to it and then we'll kind of form the song that way. Um, but mainly we start together and then we bring it to the band. And yeah. then they write kind of their own parts along. And then, you know, at the end of the day, like the producer changes a lot of stuff anyway. So we try to be really loose with it. Right, right. <laughs> For lack of a better word, because we're like, don't get like too married to an idea because, you know, our producer might have a better idea or might want to change something like and especially with drums. I don't know. Yeah, um, definitely going into the writing process. I have multiple ideas, like multiple options for the different parts of a song. And, but I mean, there's, yeah, there's been times you get into the studio and uh, <laughs> basically you. scrap the whole idea that you had. <laughs> like, oh, okay. just start. But honestly, I love that. That's one of the magics, I think, like one of the best parts of uh, writing. And like, I mean, you go into the studio and you work with a producer and it's right. just like, they, you know, make it into something like you're like wow i never would have thought of that and i that's one of my favorite parts about it actually who has the final say when it comes down to that is if you don't like what the producer wants to change are you allowed to be like hey uh no nah, we'll just keep it this way oh i'm the only one with that power <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that's true i'm not lying I will literally, okay, on not listening, you guys did some weird, I wasn't there for the drum recording, and they did some weird thing on this one song, and I go, what is this? What did you guys do? <laughs> yeah. That's, and so, like, he literally, like, now we love, we love John King. He produces, he's done everything for us, and he directed Diamond in the Rough, and shot it, and he directed and shot Never Look Back, so he, like, makes us he's like the sixth member of the band, our producer. So when we go, you know, it's not often that we kind of go head to head, but at the end of the day, we're going to, we know we're going to sound great. Right, so right. There's not a lot that we argue about. Now, what track off of this new release would you say is your favorite or means the most to you? Both of you can answer this question. Uh, for me, it's definitely frequencies. I think, uh, I think that's just, one of the most rad songs that we've ever wrote and um i know it's like super haunting it's just uh i just love it i uh, like personally i love like uh a specific beat i do in actually this uh second half of the second verse and it's just uh, it was one of my favorites tj what about you um so yeah my favorite song is definitely going to be revenge it um, lyrically means the most to me because it's kind of about our journey as a band and myself as just a front woman, um, not letting the kind of the obstacles we've been through hold us back because we've been through a lot of as a band. And I think the fact that we're still doing it is just the best revenge. Like success, living well is the best revenge. And I really wanted to translate that in a way that other people could relate to it because I think there's everybody can relate to that you know maybe it's a breakup or somebody or whatever and they always say you know like living well is the best revenge so all right what's been the most challenging aspect to completing the new release the most challenging just I don't know paying for it, <laughs> doing it like doing it the pledge and, and having to 
sign 400 copies and mail them out ourselves yeah, and yeah. and then the we did a vinyl for the pledge and nice. they took forever they took forever if you're out there and you're independent and you want to do vinyl know that it will take like three months oh yeah and so we had people like waiting and waiting and waiting and they're like hey did you guys remember that i ordered that vinyl? we're like yeah uh. they're, <laughs> they're still being made um but hey it's one of my favorite things and we're selling them live at our shows right now and people are really digging it that we did a vinyl and it's incredible just have yeah that's fantastic i love it angelo and i both are, are vinyl junkies we both collect vinyl so uh i think it's awesome that bands are, are releasing their stuff on vinyl fantastic now, TJ and Josh, what we're going to do, every time we have a band or artist on the show, we do like to play a full track for the listeners uh, to rock out to. So, uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to play Diamond in the Rough off the upcoming release, Revenge, by the Nearly Dead. You you both cool with that? Absolutely. Awesome. All right, everybody. So, again, this is Diamond in the Rough off the upcoming release, Revenge, by the Nearly Deads. Enjoy. Yeah. 
So you just finished listening to Diamond in the Rough off the upcoming release Revenge by the Nearly Deads. Uh, TJ and Josh, toward the end of April, the band released a music video for this track. What was the idea behind it? Um, In a nutshell, Fallout 4. <laughs> yes, I know. I saw the references. I love it. Definitely uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, yeah, definitely Fallout references. Um, there's some other ones. There's a lot. There's, a, I mean, people, even fans were noticing other things uh, that yeah. we didn't even attend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, but in all together, a post-apocalyptic idea for sure. It kind of turned into like, well, Diamond in the Rock is kind of like a breakup song, you know, and about getting over somebody. But I think, you know, as far as the concept was. We were just like, well, what what else could that apply to? You know what I mean? Or how can we make this a cool video? Right. And we were like, well, what happened after Never Look Back? You know, like that was like five years ago. Like what happened? So that's why the nuclear blast and we go five years later. So it's like, you know, where what happened to us? We ran out of that basement five years ago. Where'd we go? Well, now we're like road hardened and, you know, kicking ass. So with with this video for Diamond in the Rough, there was a post on the socials that mentioned that the video was made possible by the fans. And and you referenced oh. you referenced with the EP Revenge that it was, you know, crowdfunded and, and whatnot. Did, was that how you set this up as well too? I mean, absolutely. That's that's how we do everything, being unsigned. Uh, that yeah, definitely, definitely a reference to like the pledge campaign and, and also just that our fans really inspired us as far as what direction to go in and what they wanted to see and what they love. And everybody loves the Never Look Back video and they love those songs from that first EP. So yeah. we're just like, all right, we're gonna give you guys more of what you want. Now this is one of my favorite questions to ask. Um, and it might cause some band controversy, uh, but who is the best and the worst actor in the band when it comes to making these music videos? Steve's the worst. Steve's the worst. Acting. Acting. Oh, Josh was pretty funny. No, you know what? I think Kevin might be the best. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Oh my god. Yeah, Kevin is definitely. I would say he did the best job. I just, I'm yeah. just, I just act like me, so that doesn't really count. You're not doing any acting. You're just being yourself. I mean, yeah, that's why I'm in a band. That's why I started a band. Instead yeah. of becoming an actress. Yeah, yeah you're, you're want... not an actress. I get it. You're a, a rock star. I, I got you. I mean, I used to want to be an actress, I think. And I used to do um, musicals. And I used to go on Broadway and stuff. And I just, like, I would never... Not on Broadway. I used to want to be on Broadway. And I would go out for auditions. And they'd just be like, no. I don't know. I, I always felt like I was just better at playing myself than a character. Yeah. So... so what was the most fun part of filming this video? It looked it looked like a lot of fun. There was a lot going on. It was a beautiful shoot. What was the most fun for you both? I don't know. I think just not playing. Well, ironically, we weren't playing ourselves in that video. So acting, I thought it was fun acting. And I lo I'm kind of loosely referencing a character from The Walking Dead. So... <laughs> Kind of with his eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder but, uh, who that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, I I think that's always I love dressing up. I don't know. I love trying to dress up. <laughs> I mean, I really love the performance shots. I remember just you know, we've come so far as a band. I remember like I get to sit back and watch them all do their solo shots. And like I said, I don't get to see them a lot when they perform and watching them all like rock out. I was like, oh, my God, you guys, I'm so proud. Like we are so much better and we're so much tired. Like you guys look like rock stars. Like that was my proud moment. I felt like a proud mama. I was like tearing <laughs> up. I was like, my band, they're so much better now than we used to be. Like everything we're we're just like growing, you know, and I'm like, this is epic. Like this video is going to be awesome. People are going to love it. You guys look so cool. <laughs> the band has put out a lot of music videos with a consistent vibe and theme that really complements the aesthetic of the band and the music. Why is it important to the band to incorporate this medium uh, in what you do? Um, we just feel like it's really important to be authentic um, no matter what. And for us, this is just what we love. And I think the fans pick up on that. And I definitely think they can tell how much fun we have making the videos. Um, and I think that's why they're so successful. Um, and also, I'm going to just throw it out there. And I'm really, we're all 90s kids. And I love the early Foo Fighters videos. And they oh, were all yeah. No doubt, like, yeah. So we're definitely inspired by that and just like have why not have fun with it making videos and doing photo shoots and all that extra stuff is part of the fun of being in a band yeah now of all the videos that you've put out so far the band has put out which one are you most proud of or do you enjoy looking back on the most which one am i most proud of yeah, yeah. oh i guess i'll say time in the rap Okay. Yeah, I was second. Oh, I do love I said though, because with I said that's my minivan that we're driving around. Oh nice. And, and now I she like ha, she died and had oh. to be scrapped and go to like car heaven. Oh. So I love that she's gonna live on in that video and That is beautiful. Uh, rest in peace. Did, yeah, did, she will live on, you're right. Did uh was there a name for the minivan? Yeah, Bertha is her name. She actually, there there was a Kickstarter prize that was like a photo of me in Bertha because of the ISAT video. <laughs> so like some of the super fans out there really know Bertha. And if you did a pledge, there's a photo, an apocalyptic photo. And in the explosion, you can see Bertha like exploding in the background. So. Was it, was it actually, was that like computer generated or did it actually, is that how it went down? No, no, no. It was computer generated. Okay. I wa you know how epic it would have been, though, right? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Instead of her being towed away all sad to a scrapyard. Um, but I asked our um, Photoshop guy, our photographer, he does all of our stuff. He did the album artwork and the Revenge album artwork and everything. He does all of our photos and posters. I go, here's a picture of my minivan. Put this in the explosion. And he's like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> so she's in there somewhere. So out there, if you guys have one of our look for Bertha there you go keep an eye out for Bertha um, sometimes I sign it Bertha <laughs> like when I autograph it I'll sign my name and then over by the van I'll sign her name <laughs> uh, I love it's it sad. Hey, you know what the the memory lives on and I'm so glad that it, it now lives on in episode 54 uh, with with you two so um, rest in peace Bertha we, we love you dearly so, TJ and Josh, we are winding down to the end of this episode, but we always like to end on um, a, a new segment. So, we try our best here at Spinning Thoughts to be creative when we can. Uh, a lot of the times, we leave that up to the band to be the creative ones. But, uh, Brandon and I created this brand new segment that is 100% inspired 
by the Nearly Deads. So this segment Yay. is called The Far From Alives. Now, here's here's what it is. It's, it's pretty simple. We're looking forward to hearing uh, the input. So we basically uh, found some of the most popular uh, artists, musicians uh, that are unfortunately no longer with us. Uh, they have uh, gone up to uh, people heaven. And maybe they're riding around in Bertha. Uh, that sounds like a heaven maybe. to me. Uh, fingers crossed on that. Now, uh, <laughs> so we're just going to kind of give you uh, two artists that um, you have to pick from uh, that you like better. And, and again, these are far from alive. They are no longer with us. You guys cool with that? Like Bertha. All right. All right. All right. So you both can give an answer on this. So I'll kick it off with the first one. So the very first uh, matchup in the Far From Alive's segment with TJ and Josh from the Nearly Deads. We've got Jimi Hendrix or Stevie Ray Vaughan. And this is who we like better? Yeah. This is, uh, oh, man. Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. That's me. TJ says Stevie Ray. I'll do Jimmy. <laughs> All right, Brand and then yeah. uh, Brandon and I will we'll give our two cents too. Brandon, um, I love Stevie Ray Vaughan, but I'm gonna go Jimi Hendrix on it. I'll do Jimmy as well. And and for for the fans and friends listening, we'd love for your input as well too. You can tweet us at Spin Thoughts uh, these matchups and let us know if you agree with us, disagree, and, and what your thoughts are. Brandon, go ahead and lay down uh, the second matchup in the Far From Alive segment. All right, this matchup is a Beatles matchup. John Lennon or George Harrison? Oh, that's... <laughs> John Lennon. Um, I'm going to say George because everybody will say John. I like, <laughs> and I Josh love, loves I, to root for that. No, but I love George Harrison. Even his solo career I really loved. So. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say George. All right, we're split up again. Brandon, who who do you lean toward? Um, I'm gonna lean toward. I mean, believe me, I I fucking love George Harrison. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I love John Lennon as well. I think he's one of the most iconic and uh, influential figures, not even in his music, but in his politics and everything as well. So I'm gonna go with John Lennon. And for those who have been following the show, uh, you all probably know that I have um, two dogs, a German Shepherd and a Husky. Uh, the German Shepherd's name is Lennon, and the Husky's name is Yoko. So I... Uh -huh. yeah. So naturally, he likes George Harrison. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> so I will, I will go with John Lennon as well. Um, all right. The next matchup here uh, actually houses, I would say, probably mine and Brandon's favorite artist of all time. No doubt my favorite. Um, yep. So it is Lou Reed from the Velvet Underground. Oh, man. Or Johnny Cash. Oh, Lou Reed. I love uh, you, TJ, for that. Me I too. really do. Lou Reed. Josh? It was a sad day when he passed. Yeah. Second that. All right, so Josh is rolling with Lou Reed. Brandon, I'm assuming you're going You don't with... even need to ask. Lou Reed, my man. And Lou Reed for myself. All right, Brandon. What's... Sorry, Johnny Cash. Yeah, we love you. Johnny yeah. Cash died a long time ago. We're all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's already had a couple uh, joy rides in Bertha. He, he's living large. Yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. Johnny Cash lives on. Yeah. Yes. And these next two are also two of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, Jim Morrison or Frank Zappa. Jim Morrison. Yeah, Jim Morrison. Brandon, what do you think? Um, 
I think as far as as musical influence to me, Jim Morrison's going to take it on that. But I do love Frank Zappa as well. I'm a Zappa, huge Zappa guy. is just a wild man. I mean, talk about some of the most insanely original, creative uh, masterminds in in music. But Jim Morrison, I've loved him since I was a kid. I'll roll with uh, Jimmy Moe as well. I've done so many reports in high school, middle school, even college on Jim Morrison. Yeah, so. yeah. All right, next up, we've got a few more for you guys here in the, uh, I, I lost the track of the name, from the, uh, the Far From Alive segment. There we go. I'm back at it. So we've got, this is a tough one. We've got Freddie Mercury or David Bowie. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Freddie Mercury. I love David Bowie and have lots of respect, but I mean, I'm personally just, I was always more of a queen fan and it was more of an influence on me um, just in general, like David Bowie have a lot of respect, but it wasn't like not one of those people who was just like, thought he was the greatest thing ever. Um, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a tough one, but I'll probably do Freddie Mercury too. And I think just because queen, I, yeah, I mean, I grew up listening to Queen yeah. more, I he think. He did a video based on the Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, scene. A yeah. whole music video based on that scene from Wayne's World. Like, yeah. I think we would pick Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, who do you lean toward? I don't know. Uh, I, I can't guess this one for you. Yeah, I do love Freddie Mercury. I think he's got a fantastic voice, if not the greatest voice in rock history. But uh, I'm going to go with David Bowie on this. Interesting. All right. I, I'm going to roll with Freddie Mercury. So uh, there we go there. Brandon, uh, lead us into the next. All right. TJ and Josh, you're 90s kids, you said. So you're going to like this one. Kurt Cobain or Lane Staley? Kurt Cobain. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. I actually have uh, the same birthday as Kurt Cobain. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, February 20th, so. There we go, there we go. All the fans out there, write that down, February 20th, and, uh, you know, get TJ something next year for her birthday. Yes, please, please. Josh, who'd you go with? I I can't remember if you said it or not. I'm going to do Kurt Cobain, too, but I do wonder if the Foo Fighters would have happened. Ah! That is my only thing, but I'm still going to say Kurt Cobain, but I, you know. Brandon, I would have to assume you would roll with Kurt. I'm not going to roll with Kurt. Really? Yeah, I'm going Lane Staley. I love Alice in Chains, man. They're my favorite of the quote-unquote grunge bands. Yeah. Um, Lane Staley all the way for me. For those who, again, who follow the, the show, um, I have said in the past I'm not a huge Nirvana fan. Um, I, I appreciate what they did, and it, they were kind of in the right place at the right time. But of the grunge kind of like uh, scene, which I'm not entirely like huge toward. I do like Alice in Chains, so Lane Staley is who I'm going to roll with as well. Um, TJ and Josh, we got just a few more here in this uh, segment, uh, and then we are going to say our goodbyes. I'm so, interested in Josh's uh, opinion on this next one. Yes, so we've got Keith Moon or John Bonham. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with Moon. Just, I don't know. <laughs> I just, his style. <laughs> he he was a wild man for no sure. No doubt. They both were fucking mad men, dude. TJ? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who either of those are. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, is this are for real? 
<laughs> yeah, no, I don't know who they are. <laughs> That's okay. For those who, who don't know, we've got Keith Moon from The Who. The drummer of The Who. And John Bonham, the drummer for Led Zeppelin. Does that help you? Oh, see, I was not really... Oh, my God. This is going to give me shit, too. Zeppelin in Pink Floyd and all that. I don't, like... Ugh, I just can't get into them. No. I'm... Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. That's, that's Whoa. okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I hear all the reactions from the, the... I'm a punk rocker. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this this psychedelic, I don't... Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Pink Floyd as well. I don't do enough drugs to appreciate it. No. <laughs> that, make, that makes sense to me. Um, I, I would go with uh, Keith Moon. Brandon? Um... Oh, man. I'm going to go with John Bonham on this. I've read uh, a lot more about John Bonham than I have Keith Moon. I mean, I, I know a decent amount about Keith Moon, but some of the shit I've read about John Bonham, madman, dude. Madman. Love him. All right. We got three more. Brandon, take it. All right. Here we go. Moving away from rock and punk, going into pop. Michael Jackson or Prince? Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Michael. Brandon Prince. I uh, think I think Prince is more of a musical wizard. He's more of a mastermind. All right, I'll I'll roll with Prince on this one too. Two more, and uh, TJ Josh, thank you for playing this segment with us. We're having a lot of fun. We've got two more here. Um, now I don't know if you being on the West Coast will. Um, you know, kind of lean you one way or another with this matchup, but we've got Tupac or Biggie Smalls. Tupac or Biggie? You're yeah. making me choose? I am. <laughs> I absolutely am. I guess we have to go with Biggie. Biggie yeah. We gotta go with Biggie. Brandon? Biggie, no <laughs> doubt. Notorious B.I.G. all the way. All right, I I'll go with the California love and uh, pick up Tupac. <laughs> Brandon, uh, end this segment with this final matchup. I absolutely love both of these. I do too. This is tough for me. Uh, Janis Joplin or Mama Cass Elliot? I mean, <laughs> Janis Joplin. Yeah, I guess definitely I'll Janice. Brandon, Janice. I probably will go with Janice as well. I. I honestly, and Brandon, you probably know this. One of my favorite bands, or the Mamas groups, and the Papas, yeah, I know. of all time. I adore the Mamas and the Papas. So, Mama Cass Elliot, um, I will go with her. Uh, so, TJ and Josh, that was the very first ever Far From Alive's segment here on Spinning <laughs> Thoughts. What'd you think? I oh, loved yeah, it. it was awesome. Thanks for playing along. We appreciate it. And again, um, Everybody listening, we'd love to get your thoughts on these breakdowns, these matchups. Uh, you can tweet us at Spin Thoughts. And uh, TJ, Josh, uh, help me out with your Twitter handle. What, where can uh, everybody give their opinion to you guys? On Twitter, we're at The Nearly Deads. Uh, Instagram, The Nearly Deads Official. Facebook, uh, we got a website. Uh, merch On Merch Now, if you go to nearlydeads.com, com slash merch now or what is our website on merch now nearly um and you can pre-order the album with a t-shirt on there so definitely go there if you want to pick up your copy of revenge early absolutely awesome yeah we you heard it here highly highly encourage you to do so now uh tj josh we are 
at the end of episode 54. And we've just had such a beautiful time and conversation with the both of you. And we're so grateful for your time. Before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to add or say to your fans? Um, just thank you yeah, for your support. Yeah, without you guys, we couldn't do any of this. I mean, yeah, thank you. There we have it. So, uh, DJ Josh, we, we want to talk off the air for uh, a few minutes, so don't hang up. But from uh, the Spinning Thoughts family to you, we really appreciate you being on here for episode 54. Good luck and be safe on the rest of your tour. We appreciate you being on. And talk to you guys soon. Thank you. All right, thanks for having us. Once again, we want to thank TJ and Josh from the Nearly Deads for being with us here on episode 54 of Spinning Thoughts. Had an amazing conversation. Brandon, what you think? Dude, it was nice to, uh, that TJ and Josh took time out of their busy schedule to talk to us. Haven't had a day off in over a week, so thank you guys for doing that. Um, also, keep your ears and eyes peeled for Revenge, the new EP by the Nearly Deads that will be released on May 26th. You can get your pre-orders in now, and we encourage you to do so. While you're checking out the Nearly Deads, check us out here at Spinning Thoughts on Twitter, at Spin Thoughts. We're on Facebook and SoundCloud. We encourage you to subscribe to the show for free everywhere you could ever want it to be. iTunes, Google Play, you know the drill. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Again, it's thespinningthoughts.com. Signing off from Spinning Thoughts, this is Angelo. And this is Brandon leaving you from the Spinning Thoughts World Music Megaplex here at Evergreen Studios. Share music. Spread love.